0: Welcome to the Intuitively You podcast, where we chat all things intuitive eating, body image, finding peace with food, and so much more. I'm your host, Jen Baswick, intuitive eating, dietitian, and embodiment coach. And I'm your guide along your journey to food freedom so that you can improve your relationship with food and your body to no longer hold you back from living your best, most fulfilling life. We'll be chatting about all the real talk, the tips and tricks, the struggles, and most importantly, how you, yes you, can finally find peace with food and your body. After each episode, I'll be sure to wrap it up with some takeaways for you to implement in your life, so make sure to stick around until the end. Now, let's dive into today's episode. This episode is going to be all about how to practice intuitive eating if you have a busy life. So if you're someone who has a very busy life and maybe it feels chaotic from time to time, or you just feel like you don't have time to focus on these things and focus on your intuitive eating journey and actually make the changes in your life to see the results that you're hoping for. Like if you're struggling with food and you're Wanting to embrace some of that food freedom for yourself, and you kind of know some of the things. Maybe you've been listening to the podcast, maybe you've read the intuitive eating book, maybe you've been following folks like me on Instagram and you're absorbing all the information, the knowledge, the tips. You're like, okay, I can come maybe kind of see like what path to go on with this work, but like, how do I actually make this work in my life? How do I apply this to my life? And I do want to say this topic is actually a request from a listener directly and if you're someone who might think that I don't take (laughs) requests and actually make them happen, I do. I love that and I love to hear from you. So if you have a specific topic that you would love for me to cover on the podcast, I would love for you to take a moment and go and DM me on Instagram at The Intuitive Nutritionist. The words are separated with dots. (laughs) Um, Go ahead and DM me. Let me know what you want to hear. What specific topic would you like me to cover? What are you actually wondering about? You can also, if you're listening on Spotify, there's always a question box with the episode. So you can always post it there too, if that's easier. So let me know what topics you would like me to cover because this is a specific topic request from a listener just like you. So intuitive eating for a busy life. Why can intuitive eating feel so hard? And I'm sure this part is, you know, somewhat obvious, but let's talk about it. One of the biggest challenges I hear amongst pretty well everyone, not only in the area of intuitive eating, but like all the areas of our life is the phrase, I just don't have enough time. Right? We hear that a lot. I just don't have enough time. There's not enough time in the day. There's too many things to do. Like, I don't have time to fit fill in the blank, intuitive eating work, maybe, into my day. I don't have time for that. That is, you know, can be very true depending on what is going on in your life, but there's always a way to make it work for you. That's something that I am. Firm and believing. And maybe there are different seasons and phases of your life where it could feel a little easier or harder depending on what's going on. But some things that can make this feel challenging, can make it feel challenging to actually implement intuitive eating into your life, is if you have, um, say, something like a demanding job, maybe you're working multiple jobs, maybe you work long hours, maybe you work shift work, right? That one is one that I've worked with lots of clients on. That can get tricky if our days are not regular, they're kind of all over the place like how do we navigate this if our we're working shift work and our bodies are on this like wonky schedule? What do we do with that? If you have, you know, little ones at home you're taking care of, maybe you're taking care of a loved one, you have a lot of responsibilities, just like life, honestly, like being an adult, taking care of yourself and taking care of everything else going on can feel like a lot and it can feel overwhelming. And I totally, totally, Resonate with the feeling of not having enough time, even myself. That will creep in from time to time. And it doesn't feel so great because, especially when you have this goal, and I'm sure, assuming listening to this podcast, you have the goal of food freedom and becoming more of an intuitive eater and finding peace with food and being able to have that good, healthy relationship with food for yourself. So, if you have this mismatch of like, yeah, I really, really want that, but I just don't have enough time. That also just like builds on to the struggle and keeps it going. And I do want to, you know, of course, like I said, there are certain seasons and times in your life where making big changes might not just be what is aligned at that time. But I do want to offer you a thought uh, before we get into some like actual tips of how to practice intuitive eating, even when life is busy. But a thought for you is, you know, if. If you're struggling in your relationship with food and things are the way they are, there is, you know, this quote that comes to mind and something that I often think about. It's, what got you here won't get you there, right? Let that one sink in. I'm going to say it again. What got you here won't get you there. So if we just keep going with the status quo and this whole idea of, I just don't have enough time to implement this, change doesn't happen unless something changes. And again, within your means, right? Because I don't want you to overextend yourself and be taking too much on and then be in an even worse place mentally, for example, right? But within your means, and we're going to talk about how to make this stuff work for your life and how to sneak some practices of intuitive eating in, even if you're busy. But we got to do something and we got to do something different if we want to see change happen in our lives. And we got to get over that hurdle of, I just don't have enough time. I can't, right? We got to get over that limiting belief because it is, It, it is a limiting belief. And I want you to be more than your limiting beliefs. Because if we don't make a change in your relationship with food and take the actual action, nothing's going to change. You're still going to be struggling. Things are going to still feel hard with food. Maybe you're going to be continuing to go to the cupboard on autopilot, reach for that chips, chocolate, candy, eat it until you feel uncomfortable, and then be like, "Oh gosh, why did I do that? I'm just going to try again tomorrow. But you don't actually do anything to make tomorrow different. And <laughs> Tomorrow is the same thing again on repeat. I want something different for you. And now I think I'm going on a tangent <laughs> to maybe limiting beliefs and mindset work around this stuff. So I'm um, going to reel it back in. We'll get to, back to the main topic of intuitive eating for a busy life. All of that stuff that I just mentioned, though, is still so important no matter what. But I just want you to take a look at that mindset, maybe question, do I have this limiting belief about time and how can I work with that instead of trying to just be like, oh yeah, let's like do a bunch of hours of all of this work and whatever, where you can't actually see that fitting into your life. How, how can we actually make this fit into your life? And I am big inside of my program, Embodied Food Freedom on making things very easy for you to take action right i have video lessons that you can listen to whenever it works for you in your life right and i have lots of tangible resources action steps journal prompts activities you name it that you can just look at and you can take action with that with ease without having to think about it too much because you don't have to figure it out you just do it (laughs) and that's helping with a little bit of this problem when you feel like you just don't have time. But some tips for you today on how to think about intuitive eating and your intuitive eating journey and taking action, even when life gets busy. So I have a bunch of tips for you. Feel free to take notes if you want to. You can also check out the show notes with this episode uh, afterwards if you just want to take a look at that. Um, but first things first, to kind of get us started with this, I want you to first. Take a look at your typical schedule, even if it's something that's unpredictable, like especially in the case of maybe having shift work that is kind of all over the place. Even if it's unpredictable, your schedule is unpredictable. What themes are there within your typical schedule? Maybe within a week, let's say. What do your typical days look like? or types of days, right? Maybe days off versus days where you are working or days where you're doing certain activities or responsibilities versus not. Do you have certain days off in the week? And one thing I would also like you to maybe focus on here is when is your most undisturbed free time? Okay. And when I say this, your most undisturbed free time, I want you to think about you know, for using that undisturbed free time. I don't want you to just plug in more things to do in that undisturbed free time because if you listen to the last episode of the podcast where Haley and I talked about slow living, you'll know what I mean here. I want you to just live your life. I need you to have time for that first and foremost. I am big on that. If you're not living your life, then what is the point of all of this? But with your undisturbed free time, I want you to think about living your life first and foremost. What brings you joy? How can you tap into that? I think that's very, very important. But also within that, in your free time, outside of what you're just using to live life and enjoy life, I want you to think about what of that can you dedicate to finding your version of food freedom, to making the work and taking the actions on intuitive eating and doing the thing to progress you forwards. How much of that free time that you typically have maybe on a typical day or certain days of the week, what your typical schedule looks like, where in there or how much of that can you realistically dedicate to this journey? And maybe you don't know. Maybe you need to take a guess. That's totally fine. A lot of things are taking a guess and then doing action from there to see what actually works. So take a guess, see what this is, and then try it out, right? Try using that. And even if it's just five minutes, right? Five minutes a day is better than zero. Okay? So when is this undisturbed free time? Where in there can you fit in living life first and foremost, but second, doing this work with intuitive eating. And I will say, when I say doing this work with intuitive eating, we'll talk about some tangible tips in this episode, but if you need a refresher on like what intuitive eating is and what I'm even talking about, I'll drop some links to some other podcast episodes in the show notes to give you an idea of what is within intuitive eating and what you can do um, to take action. So I'll drop a couple links in there for you if you are like, okay, I'm looking at my schedule and maybe have time to work on this stuff here, but like, what do I do in that time? Again, I'm going to share some more ideas for you here, but if you want even more, I'll link some specific episodes that I think might be uh, relevant for you to dive into like, what am I doing (laughs) this time? So that. And then a- another piece around here, because I've been mentioning shift work. If you do shift work, how long are your shifts typically, right? With that, or even if you just work regularly, how long are you working? What does that look like roughly? And how can we work with that instead of just being like, oh, this is a barrier to me doing anything? Like, no, let's see how we can work with it. Okay. So we've looked at our schedule, we have a little bit of an idea of what's going on, what we can dedicate or how much time we can dedicate to and when in our schedule to this work. That is something that I think is big because we want it to work in your life. Second thing I want you to think about is making a game plan for some baseline nourishment. And what I mean by this is what is the simplest path that you can take to ensure that you're getting at least three meals a day plus snacks into your day. And when I say that, I'm sure if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard me say this time and time again. Eating consistently and eating enough throughout the day is absolutely a prerequisite to overcoming your struggles with food, to stop binge eating, to stop emotionally overeating, to feel at peace with food. Like You need to have that baseline nourishment there. So how can you think about like, what is the simplest pathway for me to do this? Is that maybe having an idea of what you're going to eat in the week, roughly, right? Just thinking like, okay, this is what my week ahead is going to look like. Here's what I'm going to eat on these days. Maybe there's some flexibility or there should be, let me rephrase that, there should be flexibility in this. Meal planning with intuitive eating is a whole other thing, but it's something that I also teach and talk about how can we do planning ahead for our meals without it feeling rigid and like a meal plan or whatever. How does that work with intuitive eating? It can be very supportive, but there's some mindset uh, you know, shifts we want to do with that too. But is having an idea of what you're going to eat for the week supportive for you? How can you do that? What's the simplest path to doing that? It doesn't have to be complicated, Right maybe part of this game plan for baseline nourishment includes meal batching or meal prepping whatever you want to call it it's like making food in advance so that you have it on hand that can be so nice for our brains to just like not have to worry about putting meals together or thinking about it like it's already done that is something i love to do a lot of my clients love to do that but again this, how does it fit into your schedule? Does that work for your schedule or does that not work for your schedule, right? Your life right now, what life is looking like for you right now. Maybe this game plan for baseline nourishment is leaning on convenience. And maybe this looks like eating out on days where you just can't get to cooking and you don't have anything else available. And I know, I know, <laughs> you know, you might be out there having diet culture kind of creep into the back of your mind with like oh, convenience, eating out. I can't do that. That's quote unquote bad. No, I'm here to tell you that's not bad. If your option is, say, you know, you're out and about, it's a busy day, busy work day, you don't have anything prepped for lunch, and your other option is to skip lunch or to get something out for lunch. You need to get something out for lunch. It's okay to eat out. It's okay to eat convenience foods. It's fine. Do whatever option that's available to you when you are grabbing foods on the go that you feel supports you best in that moment, right? That's part of this too. What's going to give you the energy and nourishment for your body that's going to support you best in that moment and what options are available to you. Convenience and eating out is not a bad thing. It can actually be a really good supportive thing. And always, I will always stand behind the phrase, something is better than nothing. So how can you have some kind of game plan for your baseline nourishment? Because that and having that game plan already set in place when you have a busy life can Be so freeing to your mind because if you make this game plan in advance, you don't have to be stressing about it and like get to a point when you're super, super hungry and you're hangry and you're like, oh my God, I didn't have a plan for what to eat or what to do in this moment. Like, what am I going to do? I'm starving. And then you just like raid the pantry and never end snacking. And then it just feels like this whole off, icky experience. Have that game plan. Okay. I feel like I was getting a little ranty with that one. (laughs) Anyways, moving on. This one's very similar to that tip of having the game plan um, for baseline nourishment. This one is prioritizing eating even if you're busy. Right, You need to eat even if you're busy. And I know, I know, I've been there too. If you're like really in the flow with say work or something, usually it's work. That's why I'm referencing to that a lot. You're really in the flow with that. You're working in the groove to get a task done and it's around lunchtime and you don't even really notice that you're getting hungry, but then you're just like powering through. And then all of a sudden you're like really hungry and you're like, oh, I just got to get this thing done. No. Like, yes, you do need to get the thing done. I'm not saying that, but you also need to prioritize eating because it's probably going to take you longer to do the thing if you're running on empty than if you were to just take a break, take a pause, eat something, nourish your body, refuel, and then get back to the thing, right? Because one of the things that happen when we're not eating enough is our concentration dips, our energy dips. We get lethargic, we get slower. We can't focus, right? So there is no point in pushing through a task just to get it done when you are really actually hungry and you need food. And let me put it this way. This is a good analogy. Would you take your car for a drive if it was on empty? Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. If you got in your car and it was like flatlining on empty, you're not going to be like, oh yeah, let's go for like an hour long drive. No problem. (laughs) No problem. We'll just push through. It's fine. So why are you out here trying to get through your day without eating? Hmm? (laughs) Just like a gentle little nudge for you. And if your energy, if you're someone who has energy that dips in the afternoons, or you feel like snacky and bingy in the afternoons, this is a pretty good sign for you to prioritize eating, even if you're busy. Okay, so that's something that I really, really need you to lean into. And I feel like all these tips that I'm thinking of and sharing with you here are like just like building on one another. The next one I have for you is to have some kind of idea of go-to easy meals and snacks. And again, this is something I love to support my clients with is coming up with these ideas for themselves. And key thing here is they're things that you actually enjoy and they satisfy you. But what are the literal most simple things for you to keep on hand to have for meals and snacks? So some examples of my own for you. And these will probably be different for you, right? Like what works for me might not work for you and that's fine. But examples for me in my life, snacks, like one thing that I pretty well always have on me in my bag is some kind of bar. And it could vary like which ones I have, but no matter where I go, just in case things like maybe take longer and I can feel myself getting into that feeling like overly hungry phase, I want to take care of that. And I just keep some kind of bar in my bag so that I can grab that if I need it. And it comes in handy. (laughs) It truly does. But that's something that I always have on hand. Easy, simple, go-to. I buy it. That's it. I don't have to think about it. And then for meals, one of my never, like this is still, okay, let me preface this there can be easier things, but this is the thing that came to mind for me. Like you can have things that just, you just literally heat it up. That's it. Or you eat it. That's it. <laughs> like simple, simple, simple. But one of my favorite kind of go-tos that I always keep the things needed for it on hand is like a, a very simple stir fry. And what I do is, you know, take like a simple protein, like some pre-cooked chicken or beans or both, and some rice, like I always have rice in the pantry, and heating up a pack of frozen stir fry veggies. Always have one of those on hand in the freezer. I just always have these things on hand so I can put it together, add it all together with like a simple soy sauce, garlic dressing, and that is my fail-proof easy meal for me. I've also made it so many times that I don't have to really think about it when I'm making it. It's very like automatic for me, But I always keep those things on hand. And when I'm in more of a pinch or I forget to make another plan, that's there for me. So I want you to think about what are your go to easy meals and snacks that you can have that are simplest for you in your life. Okay. And then just thinking about having those on hand. Also, if you live a busy life and you want to practice intuitive eating, you have to find some sense of slowing down amidst the chaos right? If you live a busy life, it's probably chaotic in some kind of sense. Because of that, you likely don't have enough time to slow down and listen to your body. And you know, intuitive eating is a lot about tuning into your body. And we can't quote unquote hear what our bodies are trying to communicate to us if we don't slow down. So from time to time, take a pause, take a deep breath. Honestly, it'll do wonders for you and your nervous system, honestly, to slow down so that you can hear what your body is trying to communicate to you. Maybe this just looks like closing your eyes and taking three deep breaths, right? Actually, let's practice that together. Let's do that. Now that you're here, you're listening. Actually, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. (laughs) Only do this if it's safe, but let's do this here together because I think it can be Um, Something that you could get into more the more you practice it. So let's take a few deep breaths together. I just want you to close your eyes again, only if it's safe. So doing that and just relaxing into this present moment. And we'll take a few deep breaths. So inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Again, a little bit deeper, inhale, and exhale. Now the deepest breath you've taken yet, inhale. Taking in one more sip of air at the top, and letting it all go. Ah, that feels nice, doesn't it? You can blink your eyes open if you close them. That's it. You can do just that. And what did that take us? Like less than 30 seconds probably. (laughs) So slowing down, practicing tuning in. You can do that anytime. It's a limiting belief if you feel like you don't have time that 30 seconds to just breathe and close your eyes. Try it. It might feel uncomfortable because you're not used to it, right? You might have to train yourself to do this when you're feeling kind of like a beginner and you're not used to slowing down, you're not used to just taking a pause and breathing. It doesn't feel, um, you know, normal for you right now. That's fine. See how you can actually just get yourself to do it and it'll become more and more automatic the more you do it. My next tip for you is to reflect when it works for you. So if Say, for example, you know, with intuitive eating, we talk about reflecting on your hunger cues and your fullness cues and things like that that happen around eating and meal times. If reflecting during or right after your meals isn't something that works for you, maybe you're, you know, working (laughs) or maybe you're in a shift um, if you do shift work or you have kids that you're taking care of and you just can't take that time to reflect on your own feelings while you're just taking care of everyone else, whatever that is. When does it work for you? Right, doesn't have to be right around the meal times. Nothing needs to look perfect, but when could this work for you? And this is what I like to call, like you know, retrospective reflecting. If you say, for example, um, if you have kids, if you put the kids down to bed, and you know, often that's the time where you want to relax. Yes, of course, that goes back to um, where you have time in your day for free time. I want you to live your life and relax and enjoy <laughs> the most that you can for sure, first and foremost. But with this too, if this is your goal and that is your time where you are able to take a moment and tune in to yourself, how can you do that and do some of this reflective work on your intuitive eating journey in that time, even if you just have five minutes, right? So when can you reflect? Maybe it's in the morning, right? I don't know. Maybe it's on your lunch break. Maybe that is the time when you have time. Depends on your schedule. But when can you reflect, even if you have just five minutes and doing those reflective exercises around whatever piece of the puzzle that you're working on in terms of intuitive eating. And then my last tip I'm going to leave you with in this episode is to create a habit of checking in with yourself. Okay. So this is similar to that slowing down. But if you're not checking in with yourself, how are you going to get in touch with that inner wisdom to guide you to becoming more of an intuitive eater? And by checking in, that's really just like sensing into your body what your body is feeling. Recognizing that, being able to sit with that and ask yourself how you're doing. Are you feeling hungry? Are you, you know, full? Are you good? Are you feeling emotional? Is there something else that you need? Like, really, just like a true check in with yourself and making that a habit. Because the more you check in with yourself, the more you practice that, the better you get at it and the more you know, intuitive, intuitive eating will feel. And it doesn't feel intuitive in the beginning because we're not used to checking with ourselves in this way. We're just not. And you got to make it a habit. So how can you make a habit out of checking in with yourself? Again, making it fit and work into your life like we talked about, but checking in will get you to growing and reflecting and getting further on this journey. So there you have it. I think that was seven. (laughs) Maybe tips to practicing intuitive eating even when life gets busy. If you have a busy life, you can still do these things, it's all good. And I will, and I do want to mention all of these things are things that I love to support my clients with my um, one on one nutrition counseling. If you live in Ontario with clients one on one, I love to like figure these things out and take that deeper dive. Or no matter where you live inside of Embodied Food Freedom, my signature group coaching program, freaking. Love that program. It's like a baby to me within my business. Truly put so much love into that program. And this is something we talk about inside of that as well. So really the key takeaway here is how can you make intuitive eating work for you in your life instead of just maybe leaning into that like limiting belief of, I just don't have enough time. I can't make it work. You can make it work. Let's just figure out. Putting the puzzle pieces together and seeing how we can make things easier for you, do things in less time, and make the whole plan of all of these things fit around your life, what your schedule looks like, what your demands, your responsibilities, all that stuff, taking it all into consideration so you can take a realistic approach to all this and actually make things happen and actually get to the place of. Embodying and finding your version of food freedom. So, I'm rooting for you. Know that if you have a busy life, busy schedule, you can still do these things. And I'm here to support you. If you would love support, please just reach out. There's lots of links in the show notes for you to do so. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening to the Intuitively You podcast. You can find the show notes from today's episode along with all the takeaways at theintuitivenutritionist.com slash podcast. Let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at the.intuitive.nutritionist. Be sure to share and tag me when you're listening along. And if you're loving the podcast, I would be so honored for you to go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button and leave a review. I'm so happy you're here and learning how to better your relationship with food, your body, and yourself. Until next time, keep on living intuitively you.